Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Working Conversations. Today on the podcast, we're talking about listening, a subject that is near and dear to my heart. And let me start by sharing a story that happened to me a number of years ago. I was being brought into an organization because they were considering hiring me to do some training with their senior management on communication and taking a more coaching style approach in their management practices. And I was brought in to have my very first meet and greet meeting with the CEO. I'll call him Doug, not his real name. As I got started explaining my approach and what would be in the training program I would bring to his management team, I mentioned listening as one of the key cornerstones to the whole program. And Doug kind of shot back a snicker and he said, really, Janelle, listening? Are we going to get that basic? Now, I paused for a moment. I looked into Doug's eyes and I said, Doug, have you ever been in a situation where you were spot on with another person and you're exchanging ideas and you're just completely in lockstep, just really killing it in the conversation, complete in complete rapport with one another and having a great time in this conversation? Doug paused for a moment and he said, yeah, that happens a couple of times a week with our chief operating officer when we get into a room together and do some problem solving. We're whiteboarding things and diagramming things out and we are just like the time just flies, he said. I just so enjoy those kinds of conversations. And so I said, okay, I bet in those conversations, the two of you are really listening to one another. And he said, oh my gosh, we are so listening to one another. We are playing off of each other's ideas. We take one idea and we extend it or we consciously move in a different direction, but we acknowledge the idea from the other person completely. He said, I completely, that's exactly what's happening. I said, okay, you guys are really listening to one another. And he absolutely agreed. Then I said, now think of another time, a different time when you could really tell the other person wasn't present. They were perhaps hearing what you had to say, but you really wouldn't call it listening. You could tell that their mind was somewhere else. Now, Doug grew silent for a little while as he thought, and then he gave the slightest nod and he said, yes, I know that. I know that feeling. It happens almost every day between my wife and I. Again, Doug was quiet for a while. And after a moment of silence, I asked him, Doug, what do you think your relationship with your wife would be like if the two of you listened to one another in the same way that you and your chief operating officer listened to one another? How might your relationship be different? He said, okay, I see your point, Janelle. Listening is far more important than I was giving it credit for. And it absolutely was. Doug was not giving listening credit for the vital role that it plays in our communication and our relationship building and our relationship maintenance with other people. So today, I want to give you five ideas that are going to make you a better listener. And really, these ideas have the power to dramatically change the scope of your relationship with other people if you haven't been listening or haven't been listening with these keys in mind. All right, let's dive into them. 
the very first one is to listen with intent. Now, specifically, I want you to listen with the intent to understand the other person. We so often think we know what other people's positions are on lots of different topics and just about anything that we're going to talk with them about. But when we set aside everything we might think is true or might expect to happen in a conversation and really listen with the intent to understand them, everything can change. (laughs) Lots of times we're listening with the intent to disagree with them because we don't think we're going to be on the same page or that we are going to be in sync on our ideas with one another. Instead, though, if you really step into your role as a listener with intent and with the express intent to understand them, it's going to change the flavor of the conversation. Now, we all need different types of listening in conversations. Sometimes I like to listen to solve problems and listen to uh, to fix and solve is how I often uh, joke about it. And um, now once a number of years ago, when my oldest son was a freshman in college, he was having at the very beginning of his freshman year, some really awful and strange roommate issues, which I won't go into here, but they were, let's just say, unprecedented in our Uh, in our world. And he was having a hard time with the roommate, with the housing office, and just getting all of this sorted. Now, one day he called me to to fill me in on the latest and where things were at. And we were just a few sentences into the conversation. And I heard myself giving him all kinds of suggestions and advice and try this and try that and, you know, frame it this way. And I absolutely heard myself listening from the intent of fix and solve. I certainly wasn't listening with the intent to understand. I was pretty sure I understood the situation. And to be fair to me and him, I actually did understand the situation. But it occurred to me partway through that conversation that maybe he didn't need me to fix and solve at that moment. Maybe he was calling because he just needed to feel heard. Maybe he was calling because there was more of an emotional component and he just needed to, again, be heard or seen in that conversation. So I stopped myself and I said, hey, dude, I am trying to fix and solve your problems, but I don't even know if that's why you called. So what's up? How do you want me to listen? And in asking him that question, I was really taking on listening with intent. So I said, how do you want me to listen? Do you want me to listen through a problem-solving lens? Do you want me to listen to simply understand the situation? Do you want me to listen because you just need to vent and be heard? And he paused for a moment and thought about it. And he said, you know, I've been heard. I've, we've talked about this. I've talked about it with dad too. I'm now ready for solutions. So fire away. Then as we continued in the conversation, I felt so much more comfortable giving him solutions, answers, ideas, and so forth, because he really was wanting me to listen through a framework or a lens of problem solving. But that's not always the case. So I really want you to listen with intent and then specifically the intent to understand, especially if this isn't something that you've talked about a million times with the other person. So that's your first key to great listening is listen with intent and specifically the intent to understand. Now, the second key is all about silence. When we really are listening, we must be silent and not just with our mouth. We need to be silent with our minds. Now, here is a fun anagram for you. 
If you like to play with words and play with letters, try this one out. The letters in the word listen are the exact same letters as the letters in the word silent. Yes, that's right, my friend. Silent and listen are anagrams of one another. You can rearrange those letters to spell the other. And there is nothing better than silence in your mind when you are listening to another person. Oftentimes we are listening, waiting for the other person to stop talking so we can take our turn. That, my friends, is not listening. That is simply waiting for the other person to stop talking so you can take your turn. Most often when we are in that frame of mind, we don't hear and we certainly don't understand what the other person is saying. So we really do need to silence our mouths and our minds. And sometimes we don't even need to silence our mouth as much as we think we do. It's our mind that we need to silence. When we're playing the role of an active listener, it's quite common to give some verbal utterances, the ahas and the ahums and the paraphrasing of what the other person said, just to make sure we're tracking and understanding. So we can actively listen without a silent mouth, but we must have a silent mind. And it can take some real effort to quiet your mind and really be present with the other person and hear what they have to say. So that's the second key is to really silence your mind as you listen. Key number three is about listening with more than your ears. Listen with all of your senses. Listen with as many of your senses as you possibly can, and especially your eyes. I call this listener adaptation, and I wrote about it in my book, Head On, How to Approach Difficult Conversations Directly, in the chapter that's all about listening. When you're doing listener adaptation, you are, again, you might even be the speaker, but you're listening with your eyes and all of your senses as you watch the other person and you are looking for eye contact, you're watching their physical posture, you're watching their interest level, their comprehension level, their sense of agreement, tone of voice, all of these things, and adjusting accordingly as the conversation moves forward. You can do so much in listening with your eyes. And in this day and age where we're doing so much work from home and so much by Zoom and Microsoft Teams and WebEx and GoToMeeting and all of those platforms, we, it's another reason that we really do need to turn our cameras on so that we can listen with our eyes. When we see the other person's gestures, nonverbals, facial expressions, eye contact, and all the rest, it really makes a difference in how we tune into them because we can see so much more of their message coming through in those visual channels and in the tone of voice and all of the things beyond just their words. And if you're interested in learning more about this, go make sure you have listened to episode five of this podcast, Working Conversations, where I cover the three V's of communication, verbal, vocal, and visual. That's workingconversations.com forward slash five to go find that episode. When you are listening with more than your ears, especially your eyes and listening to the tone of voice and all the rest, you will get so much more information. So listen with just with more than just your ears. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. 
When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. All right, key number four. This is especially helpful when you have disagreement in the space. And I call this listening inside of disagreement. And when you're listening inside of disagreement, you're acknowledging to yourself, yes, this person and I disagree. And if we are ever going to reach any sort of agreement, I need to be able to stay present in the conversation and not just think about my side of the situation, but I need to think about their side of the situation as well. And so for at least a moment or two, I'm going to set aside my disagreement and dial it back into that intent to understand. And right there inside of that disagreement, I am going to be present enough and suspend any judgment I might have so that I can listen to them inside of this disagreement and learn something new about their position and learn something new about how far away from one another we are in our disagreement. Perhaps we're closer to some agreement than I thought we were. But if I don't suspend my judgment, I will have a really hard time staying present and listening inside of disagreement. So again, this is a super helpful technique for when you know that you and the other person are disagreeing, perhaps it's a difficult conversation or you're negotiating something or working towards some sort of agreement, stay present and listen inside of that disagreement. And what that looks like first is that you acknowledge the disagreement to yourself and you ask yourself, do I really want to let this disagreement get in the way of me understanding the other person? Or can I put on my big girl pants, my big boy pants, and set that disagreement aside and really dial into what the other person is saying and listen intently to them, listen for comprehension, listen for understanding, listen for how far apart are we really? All right, so that is your key number four, listening inside of disagreement. Now, key number five is a very special one. Now, this is a question, and it's a question you're going to ask to yourself. You do not say this out out loud. You do not say this one out loud as you are talking to somebody. But when you are listening and you are miles apart from the other person, you can ask yourself this question that I sometimes ask myself when I'm in a conversation with somebody, again, where we are miles apart And all I want to do is argue with them because I just think the basic premise that they're talking from is nonsense. And so this is the question. And again, remember, this is a question you ask quietly to yourself, not an out loud question. Question is this, in what alternate universe does what this person is saying make sense? In what alternate universe does what this person is saying make sense? Another way you could ask that question to yourself or frame it up is, what would I have to believe or think is true in order for what this person is saying to make sense? When we can ask ourselves that question, it really does help us put ourselves in the other person's shoes and really think about what's going on with them. 
why would they possibly think, you know, let's let's just say, for example, the other person is trying to argue that the sky is green. And you're thinking to yourself, the sky, of course, the sky is not green. I can't even like, this is utter nonsense. But if you can stop yourself and you can ask yourself the question, what would I have to believe in order for the other person, what the other person is saying to make sense? And maybe it's that the color blue doesn't even exist. And as you start then listening to them and you start listening from the place of if the color blue doesn't make sense and they're arguing that the sky is green. Well, you know what? Green is actually pretty close to blue. So they're not really as far off as I thought they were. And by asking yourself that question, you know, and again, like in what mixed up alternate universe (laughs) would this make sense? Really helps me put myself in a frame of mind of not taking life too seriously or not taking the particular conversation too seriously, not certainly not taking myself too seriously. So it loosens me up to listen differently. So again, that is your key number five. Ask yourself the question, in what alternate universe does what this person is saying make sense? Now, I want to give you a sixth bonus key to effective listening. And you've probably heard me say this before if you've listened to the podcast for a while, but do not multitask. Do not multitask. There is nothing further from listening than multitasking. So if you're talking to somebody and you're also scrolling on your phone, you're not listening. If you're in a meeting participating with other people and you're also trying to read your email, you're not listening. If you are talking to somebody else and you are mentally making a grocery list or running through a list of errands that you need to complete around the house this weekend, you are multitasking and not listening. So drop the multitasking, especially with the phone. Put the phone down and really be present with the other person. In fact, there's a term for it when we are trying to listen to another person while also being on our phones. It's called fubbing. So snubbing somebody with your phone. So don't be fubbing. Be listening. Put the phone down. Put the distractions, whatever mental distractions or mental gymnastics you're also trying to do, put those things down and really dial in to the other person and listen to them. Quite frankly, I think listening is just one of the very best gifts we can give one another. It acknowledges the other person, their humanity, what they're trying to tell us, and it gives us the best shot possible of really understanding where they are and getting connected with them. Now, let's go back to my friend Doug, the story I was telling at the beginning of the podcast. Now, this was quite a few years ago. It was relatively early on in my business, and I really wanted to get Doug's business. But quite frankly, I was a little concerned that if he didn't value listening, he maybe wasn't the right client for me. But turns out, Doug was convinced. When he thought about how he and his spouse were not actively listening to one another and were completely in different worlds, he hired me to do the work with his senior management team. And along the way, he did pull me aside. And he said, you know, Janelle, when we first met, that very first conversation that we had, based on that and that alone, I started listening to my wife in the morning. And he said, it has changed the nature of our relationship for the better, so much for the better. He said, it takes real effort for me to set down all the things I'm thinking about in the morning as I'm getting ready for work. I'm thinking about everything related to the business and running my company, but there's more to life than that. And he told me how much more present he was with her. And again, how much it changed the nature of their relationship. 
Now, again, he brought me in to train his managers to be better listeners and to take more of a coaching approach in their management responsibilities. And quite frankly, being better listeners made a huge difference for their organization. And it can make a big difference for you, too, in your role as a leader, in your role as a spouse, a parent, a friend, a child. My marching orders for you, my friend, this week, as you go through the week, is to dial it in a little bit more, or some, in some cases, a lot more, with those you are listening to, and give the people in your life the absolute gift of you being 100% present and paying attention to them and deeply, deeply listening to them. All right, my friends, go out there and get after it and listen deeply this week. I'll catch you same time, same place next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.